for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation in the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily crime. This is play-by-play -play with industry professionals, tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your play-by-play. -play. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. We're up? back with another Lunch Break Play-by-Play -play edition. Of course, I'm Dustin Jackson. I'm Ryan Hagen. And I'm Lexi Armentrout. And man, we got a show for y'all today. We got I'm the so man, excited. the myth, the legend, Mr. Brett Berry in with, uh, he's an aviation detailer, right? Yep, with shiny he, jets. Shiny jets, okay. He trains detailers to detail airplanes right that's right man i tell you it doesn't get any better than that and i know we got some cool questions lined up for him today uh to find out all the ins and outs on aviation detailing oh yeah you can check him out on social media and look at some of the jobs man he's got some big big jobs out there yeah Impressive. i mean check out that sean right there they don't call him shiny just for nothing that's right, right but... that's right yeah true to form and you know what that's just absolutely beautiful can you imagine working on something like that I'm, i mean that's just that's amazing i'm curious if you're scared of heights you know and these detailers <laughs> as they go up there I mean, think about how how those well, planes are. Well, Lexi, the planes on the ground wise detail. <laughs> you know, I think it's I think it's you know on the ground. We should probably planes. we should probably find that out. Uh, sure, but listen, look, we're gonna get enough to that. We're gonna hear all about his story. We're gonna hear everything about him. But first, let's talk about the real reason we're here, and that's lunch break. What do we have to eat today? Hey guys, we're gonna be sampling some southern traditions down here on the Gulf Coast. You know, we love our seafood. We're gonna be sampling some things from Winslow's Oysters House. You know, they mm. serve up their Oysters fried studer nude, yeah. but Ryan, I know the crab claws. Are your crab claws. Boy, I'm gonna put my paws on some of the claws. <laughs> <laughs> you better keep your paws off my claws. <laughs> now, listen, let me tell you something about Wenzel's. We love to hang out up there. It's kind of our little family thing. We go up there with my dad and uh and, and stepmom and, and wife, and we go have beer at the bar. But let me tell you a cool little story. We actually, me and Trey, and you know Trey that works for us, and my dad used to go up there and we called that our off uh, our meeting. And at four <laughs> o'clock, we used to go tell everybody we we're going in to a meeting and we'd go up to Wenzel's and drink beer in the <laughs> afternoon. So the little, you know, if you ever hear us uh, have a meeting at around four o'clock, you know where we're at. Um, but listen, hey, one thing I want to talk about today um, before we bring Mr. Brett Berry on is uh, this thing's going on in these Facebook groups and it's driving me nuts. Um, we talked about it on Pikes and Polishing podcast on Wednesday. I talked about it on a live in our detail MVP group, uh, detail bookie MVPs, and it's this hiring and it's these detailers. Look, the business is booming. We're all growing. We're all doing big things. And everybody's bitching about hiring. And I know it's a problem. Yeah. I get it. But it fixes nothing to go online and complain all the time about people not showing up or people not coming to interview or people not wanting to work. You know, I mean, you, you, what do you what are you seeing out there, Lexi? I mean, I see it as if you were having to hire right now, you're at a point in your business where you are growing. Right. And right. so I think if you're having to hire people, I think that's a great problem to have. I mean, I understand it's very frustrating right now because you're not just competing with other businesses right now. Right? That's right. That's right. You got the government to compete with. What you know what that happens, though, this is a, these are great problems to have, you know, like businesses growing. We could listen. Last year we were complaining about being shut down. That's right. Now we're complaining about needing to hire and not being able to. Well, not everybody's complaining. I mean, if you look at uh, Delta Bay, they just put yeah. on a couple of folks. That's right. Uh, Lewis uh, from uh, 
top notch is putting on folks. I mean, left and right, we see people are actually doing the, the hiring, but yeah. there's those people out there that can't seem to get them on. What's the holdup? Right. But let's talk about this. Right. This is a great problem to have, but um, you got to make yourself attractive. You know, your, your business, you got to have a reason for somebody to come to work for you. Yeah. And, you know, we try all different kinds of things. We have an incentive bonus here for our detailers. Um, we have PTO that they earn, you know, through time of being here. And you, I mean, you're competing with these other businesses, these fortune 500 companies, you're competing with the government, but you know what, if you want to grow and you want to get bigger and do these things, this is what you have to do. And you have to go to work hiring for your company. You it's know? time to get creative, that's right? Exactly I mean, right. I think that that's where we're at is if what you're doing isn't working, then it's time to try something else. Exactly, exactly. But that's, you know, that's the fun in this thing. You know, you could be working as hard cleaning a wheel like the truck behind us, or you can be inside on Indeed creating an ad out there to bring in people to hire for your business. It's a fun part of the business. I love it. You know, to me, when we're hiring, that means we're growing and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a potential to grab somebody that's really going to change the way that you run your business and do your business. And it's just phenomenal. It's one of my favorite things to do is hire. And you can't just look for X, Y, and Z in an employee. You have no. to kind of take them in and then find out what they're good at. Matter of fact, Lexi, didn't you actually come to get a job as a detailer? I did actually, you yeah. know, I came in and interviewed for a detailing spot. And after talking with the office manager and talking with Dustin, they were like, Hey, uh, your skills yeah. are definitely not going to be as a detailer. It was, it so. was immediately after talking to you, I knew you were not going to be a detailer, but you know what? That's the thing about it. You got to be quick to realize that. And also, I mean, it doesn't just happen when during the interview, mm -hmm. it happens the whole time you're working here. If we need to transition or change way you know the what you're doing for us to get to get the most value and to make you happy you got to love to be here that's right you're here more you're here with us more than you with your family mm -hmm. so that's that's what you have to know and when we it's in my job to make sure that you're in the best position to cater to that that's right instead of focusing on not being able to hire why don't you focus more energy on doing the interviews getting those people exactly. in the door and and if you know talk it into existence make it happen just just work on that process that's you know? right Talking about having the right people in the right seats, right? I mean, we talk about identifying that, being able to talk about how it, it is hard to hire people, right? Uh -huh. But once you have them in the store or once you have them in your shop, it's that point where you can really start diving into that. We talk about processes, right. we talk about having that in place, but it's time to dive into that. We've spoke to having the right people in the right seats, mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to look inwards. I know it's really easy right. to say, hey, this sucks, right? <laughs> There's free money out there. How do I convince people to come work for me and do a job versus sitting at home on the couch and getting a paycheck? Well, right? how many times do we refer back to running a business as it's sales? And it it's sell, it, you got to sell yourself. You got to sell yourself to the bank. You got to sell yourself to your employees. Yep. You got to sell yourself to your customers. Yep. It's sales no matter what. Right. And that and it does not change when it comes to hiring. You got to sell yourself. You got to sell your business because you're you're asking them to commit the lar a large portion of their life to you. And you better be convincing of it. And you got to you got to understand that yourself. I mean, I saw this article on Facebook where down in Florida, there is a franchise of McDonald's who mm -hmm. are offering people $50 to come in and do an interview. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. You go in do an interview whether you get the job or not you get 50 bucks right <laughs> i mean Ryan, I, stay away from florida i'd You're be not all over that <laughs> yeah, you know right. what i mean yeah i got an hour to 
I'm thinking about running out there for an interview. <laughs> you know? Yeah, a 20 piece and a $50 bill, man. I'm down. <laughs> That's awesome. no, but you know what? That, hey, you got to get creative. McDonald's got creative. That's right. Are they sitting around on Facebook groups complaining about nobody showing up to their interview? Or are they giving somebody $50 to show up to their interview? Yeah. That's what they're doing. So, what are you doing to correct the problem? What are you doing besides sitting on Facebook groups and complaining about it? Go out there and fix the problem. You know what? Are we? I don't. Are we ready to bring Brett Barry on? Or are we still? Oh, I think we're waiting on him. But listen, there's plenty of time to talk about this conversation. There's plenty of content because yeah, we no see doubt. it all the time. It was really cool on pints and polishing too to hear the difference in um, our style of employment right. versus like Nick or Rob mm -hmm. and them. A lot of them are, are. I think they offer some like commission or. Uh, and I think being flexible about your methods is mm -hmm. very very important because when you're a smaller shop, something may work for you, but as you start offering employees, you may have more things available so that you yeah. can start offering different kind of incentives. Absolutely. You know, and you really need to have that conversation because what motivates some people may not motivate others. That's you right. Know, some people are motivated by money. Some yep. people are not motivated by money. That's right. Some people are more motivated by, like you said, the, the work and who they're around and the environment that they're a part yep. of. So if, think of it as like a culture, right? So if your mm -hmm. detail shop is a culture, these people don't feel like they're going to work. Right. right. They feel that's like right. they're doing something that's valuable. They're passionate about it. You know, they could take pictures, get shout outs, be able to kind of create their own fame in the detailing world. I yeah. mean, there's all these groups where, you know, you get to make posts about your work. How awesome would it be to start hiring employees? And now the guys that you're training are out there getting recognition. Right. And, and we kind of done that here at EZN organically by putting guys on camera and, or, you know, and it started out rough. I mean, they didn't even mm -hmm. know how to take it. And, right. and now it's like they're, they're they want to be there. They're, mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's, they're showing off their work and it's awesome. It's not just, you know, here detailing cars or boats every day, you know, I'm on camera, I'm showing off my skills and all my friends see it. You know, it's, it, there's more to it. This is more than just a job. Yeah. I like the fact that somebody said, you know, the people you should be looking at hiring are people that have bills that yes. maybe have somebody kids. that has to work. That's right. Somebody that has to work. Do you know, like don't depend on someone that doesn't have to work because they're not going to be there. Right. Absolutely. And Marty yeah. was kind of blown away that you and I think it was uh, Nick and Rob both kind of had the same uh, perspective that, you know, mm -hmm. if somebody shows up late, you know what I mean? That's oh, like the only thing that you kiss have death. to do. Right. You it's know, kiss the death, you know, here, the, the way I put this and I tell everybody when I interview them and this really goes for my shop, you know, this is we're really strict in our shop. We have a meeting at 7.30 sharp, and I'm talking about eyes to my eyes, 7.30, not, you know, pulling in the gate at 7.30, because it takes zero skill to get your ass out of bed That's and right. get to work. 7.30 is not late. You get here, your own time. You're, you know, that's the first step of the day and you get that under your belt and you're ready to win the day. What happens yeah. to the last person that shows up? Uh, the, well, so, the, the person that shows up after 730 gets to go home for that. Day. That's right. Yeah. They don't, they don't stay and work. They're going to try Absolutely. again tomorrow. We do, that's a famous line. Try again tomorrow. Go ahead. You know, yeah. Try again tomorrow. And then, and then some of them come back. Some of them don't. You I know, mean, it's all cares? about accountability. That's a part of that process that we speak mm -hmm. to is, you know, you set expectations, but you also have to hold people accountable because that's the, that's the whole goal of this thing is if you have a certain expectation that's right we want to make sure that we meet it and talking about expectations i know that brett barry yeah, has like high standards when it comes to detailing let's so let's see if on. we can bring him in and talk about this. let's do that let's do that let's try to do that there we go <laughs> all right what's up, brett? hey man what's going on hey guys hey buddy how you doing good i don't know if 
So, uh, I'm Dustin, by the way, um, I think you've talked to Lexi and maybe Ryan before. Oh, yeah. We've had, okay. Yeah. yeah so I messed up on the time. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I man, don't it. sweat no, it. You're good. Don't sweat it. We're uh, we're good. All good on our end. Um, but it, we were just... uh, I had it all planned out. I was going to have a background of a beautiful warbird. Um, <laughs> but, well, uh, yeah. I was like, I'm just doing laundry right now. I messed up on my time. My apologies. Well, you can show us the laundry. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were actually. That's important. That's important. Gotta have whites. clean clothes, man. Right. So we were yeah. we were knee deep in a conversation about this thing that's going on in detail groups, and uh, we had a we had a great um, uh, podcast with Pints and Polishing last Wednesday about it, and it's hiring in the industry, and you know everybody's you know everybody's busy than they've ever been it seems like and everybody's hiring and they're complaining about nobody wanting to work and i get it because i go through the same thing over here myself are you are you facing any of those challenges or do you have any of those problems yeah definitely um and then people think that like oh it's just washing and this and that like my son needs a job it's like nah man yep. like i'm sorry like <laughs> so in addition to uh, detailing planes, do you also fly? Are you a pilot or, or have you I'm any, working uh, on my license. Okay, right on. I'll, I'll, awesome. have it, Lexi, I'll have it finished this year. Lexi, I had an interesting question about um, whether or not you are scared of heights. Yeah, I was looking through some of your videos and I noticed in one of them, like y'all spend a lot of time on the top of that aircraft and over on the wing. Are you scared of heights or any of your detailers? Yes. Like, is that something you'll have to overcome? Yes, I hate heights. <laughs> oh, See, man. The funny, I th totally misunderstood that question when you when you were talking about it earlier. I was like, Lexi, the plane's on the ground. <laughs> like, you're not, he's not flying. He's not detailing why it's in the air. Like, what is he scared of heights about? I get it now. Yeah, I like he's on the, on the roof high. of the plane and he's sitting there, you know, with a buffer going to town. And I'm just like, man, yeah, that's like... like 20, 30 feet off the ground. Yeah. yeah. And you're not tied uh, off to anything. Yeah. On Saturday, I mean, we should be, but it's not always possible. Yeah. So I won't right. go into that. But um, I was going to say, can we edit that part out for my insurance company as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like uh, on Saturday, I have to go up 28 feet and then get out of the scissor lift onto the tail of the aircraft. So it's like, yeah. Uh, that sounds yeah. Uh, so, so we do uh, a lot of marine detailing here at my shop, and we experience some of that when we're going up to the towers on the boats, oh, um, climbing all the way up. And uh, funny story about insurance companies: are we uh, we had shot a video one time, and we had we were harnessed up, but we were really doing it for marketing. So we had the guys wearing a harness, and he was he was roped up. We really weren't that high. We were like. 15 feet okay but we we're playing it up for our marketing yeah and yeah. and i call from the insurance guy the next day and he's like hey uh these guys are following your facebook page and they see that you're roped off how high are y'all actually going because you're only insured up to like 20 something feet or whatever <laughs> i was like look dude I said, we're just playing it up man don't sweat it was, you know, the boats are only going to be so tall we really yeah. uh, you but, got those uh, they, big tuna towers you know those things yeah, yeah. how, how they, high are those things there. Well, they're 20, 25, they're under 20 feet. I'm sorry. They're under 20 feet. Let me repeat that. They're under 20 feet. Um, right around there. So now, Dustin, you had actually looked into uh, getting uh, some insurance for, for aviation, right? And there was a, yeah. a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, so we detailed a little, um, I think it was a Cessna, a Cessna. For, a, for a friend of mine. And um, so it went really well. We ceramic coated it, polished out. He loved it, absolutely loved it. So we were like, hey, you know, this is something we could probably see ourselves doing. And uh, so I called my insurance guy and uh, he started, you know, looking up 
giving me quotes and stuff. And it was, man, it was just outrageous amount of money. And I'm like, man, this is really, uh, I need to really think about this. If I'm going to include this in my business model, I need to really, you know, dive deeper. Is that the norm, uh, Brett? Is that, is that commonplace for the insurance to be extremely high? That's what guys are running into, but my insurance agent kind of fights with the airports. Um, so you'll get, you'll go to the airport, you ask the company basically, or the airport, like, Oh, what do you guys require for insurance or aircraft detailing? You get that, mm -hmm. you take that paperwork to your insurance agent. He's going to review it or my guy does. And then he's like, well, I don't really see a need for this or that. Like that's outrageous. And then, and then you'll go to the jet center and I usually just tell them, I'm like, hey, I have the requirements for what the airport requires for insurance. I'll additionally okay. insure you. Uh, we additionally insure them. Doesn't cost anything. Um, sure. And then uh, sometimes you'll have bigger aircraft charter companies say, oh, we require this insurance. And then that's where you can go to bat. It's like, OK, well, you're just going to pay more or I'm just not going to sure. do your stuff. And so, so, so you know. insurance on plane on planes are it goes kind of plane by plane depending on where, where you're at. Is it or by airport? Maybe it maybe it I depends on the airport. Oh, airport. I gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so marinas yeah. are very similar um, in the in the marine world. Marinas uh, require different uh, um, insurance. Types of insurance. Yeah, right. and so we we fight that battle with them. Um, but but the uh, overall is not that bad. Yeah. So maybe well, Brett, I have a question. So let's back it up because I know that there are several people tuning in that may or may not know your story. So I want you to maybe touch on how you got started with training detailers and how you really got into um, detailing aircrafts. Yeah. So back in 2000, I used to I'll, I'll make it as quick as possible kind of give you my vision. So I used to operate heavy equipment and we would, um, uh, we would grade house pads and streets for developers here in San Diego. Um, and I noticed, you know, I knew the owner, I hunted and fished with the owners. Uh, and basically, um, I broke my back in dirt bikes and I used to detail for a company. I was like, Oh, I don't want to go back to work for someone. So I started detailing, um, detailing cars and then he had told me he's like oh man it's like really slowing down and he actually came and worked with me one day because like his wife wow. was tired of him sitting at home and uh <laughs> when the economy takes a dive the developers are gonna or is going to the developers stop moving mm -hmm. a lot of dirt they're like we've already got all these house pads cut we're just gonna keep building the houses we're not going to cut any more roads we're sure. not going to cut any more house pads yeah, we're done with so. moving big dirt till the economy turns around so in 07 early 07 i saw it and i saw the signs talking to my buddies and i was like oh man who's gonna have money still when the economy takes a dive and i was like honestly i just i just didn't want to be an auto detailer like I'm, I'm more of a business person i got nothing wrong with that but that's like what i'm all about and so everything's just a, a stepping stone for me. So I, I mean, we had great accounts. Uh, it was fun. We did the horse races during horse racing season, all the jockeys, trainers, it was super fun accounts. Yeah. So, but, so uh, you, saw, you saw an opportunity in the market and that's kind of what carried you into the aviation detailing because everything else was slowing down. You business yeah, first and say, hey, we got to make a move. Yeah. Who's going to have money still when the economy takes a dive? 
guys right, in jets. Right, right. Yep. That's right. That's that <laughs> People brilliant. who own the jets. That's what you said, right? You know, yeah. and, and I'm very similar myself. I mean, when I, you know, when we started the detailing business, of course, I had a passion for detailing, but I had a passion for business. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, I've been, yeah. I've, I've had businesses my entire life and own multiple businesses now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm glad to hear someone else say that because it's kind of in this industry, you kind of have to say it a little bit shamefully if you're not like, oh man, I wake up every day to vacuum carpet. Okay. But that's yeah, just not right? the case. You know, it's just not, I, I wake up every day to run this business and be great at it. And it's, I'm, I'm so happy to hear somebody else say that, you know? So yeah. since you yeah. are business minded, what made you start wanting to train other detailers? What, what steered you in that direction, Brett? Uh, well, my dad is a uh, world champion taxidermist and fish carver. Wow. And uh, he's a sculptor. He sculpts bronze gorillas for zoos across the country and stuff like that. And uh, I remember growing up, he was always on the phone helping other guys out. He was like, this guy's like, oh, how do I carve this fin or this or that? I can't like do this or that. And my dad would be like, it has this many spines in the dorsal fin of an Apache brown trout. I'm like, what the heck <laughs> That's is awesome. that, man? <laughs> so you know we pull a fish up from like five miles off the coast and never seen it before my dad's like oh that's this this and this you know like how cool is that so he's very precise he's very oh, i can't think of the word but he's just Details. on it he's he's on <laughs> it so um and aviation detailing has given a lot to me and so i wanted to like give back and then yeah. also you know, help other people out, um, who are willing to invest in themselves as well. But also, um, I, uh, there's so much bad work done in the industry. Uh, yeah. Very old school tactics. They come every aircraft I see that comes out of a paint shop after about two, three washes, all the holograms show up. Right. I'm right, like, right. I'm like, oh. and it just ticked so, me off because I knew what we could do. And mm -hmm. I know we can provide and um, add value to the industry as well as save money for the industry. That's why I started studying and, and testing different processes to, to help uh, protect and preserve aircraft. What does the well, training course, session yeah. with you look like? Uh -huh. Whenever you do your yeah, training what, sessions, what does that kind of look like? Uh, so uh, our our training, we do them at Threshold Aviation in Chino, California. Mm -hmm. It's a huge repair station. What a repair station is basically a maintenance shop. Uh, they work on all types of aircraft. The hangar's loaded with Gulf Streams, a lot of big jets. Nice, yeah. So that's what I like to do my trainings where people can see what's going on, how sure. the industry works, how the facilities work, what they can see pretty much how crazy it is. <laughs> right. Yeah, so much with detailing is hands on. You know, I, I and these guys learn from a book and or or, or just watching video. You got to get in there and get hands on. And I know that you probably, did, I guess you maybe offered some online uh, courses as well. Yep. Um, but you know, it's man to to get there and to, and to be able to show someone in person and and all. It's just really hard to replace that. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we have people that you know they've been detailing for years and they don't you know, they don't want to take the time off to mm -hmm. five days to come to our training. So, you know, and they've been detailing for a decade or so. And, and the aviation course, uh, online course is their jam. 
Or for instance, there was a guy that did some detailing and bought my online course and is able to get up to into bigger projects, offer more services, create more revenue. So that just happened really? for me. A customer last week bought our online course in Sweden. So uh -huh. travel restrictions, Wow. Uh, you're, you're not able to possibly come to our training. So that's, that's why I built the online course. And don't um, you have limited seats in your training too, Brett? How many slots yeah. do you have for each training? Five. Five. Oh, wow. Okay. See, that's, and that's good. That's personal. You mm -hmm. know, I see these training events with 20 or 30 people involved and you, you, you don't get, it's not personal. Um, I did that. You know, yeah. 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 I mean, and I've been to them. Not, I've been yeah, to them. You're just like, man, I, it's, it's sit on your hands and, and while you're trying to learn and I like, Per, you know, limited number of group, you really get the interaction, you get the one-on-one -on -one and, and, and that's where the value is, in my opinion. And we yeah, talked I earlier agree. and we talked about your training and, and, and you and I had a conversation of what's included. So that way, if we had anybody who we talked to that may be interested to maybe oh, yeah. give them a, a quick overview, but I wanted to, to give you an opportunity to talk to these guys who are tuning in right now about what's the like most important thing that they take away. And when we talked the other day, I know it definitely revolves around safety. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about how important that is when it comes to detailing aircrafts. Yeah, a couple of things you would run into, you know, is uh, safety. There, there's two things um, is safety or three things actually. So safety, uh, <laughs> what we do is we're worried, about, we're worried, you know, we're my guys, myself, my trainees, they understand the parts of the aircraft. They understand what the parts do for the aircraft. They understand how the parts can deteriorate and how you detailing with a buffer uh, say you've got an aileron or flaps. And if you're just hitting it with the buffer and it's rattling, it's rattling, it's, it's yeah. deteriorating those joints. It's, you know, so it's like you hold the, you hold the flap with one hand and then you buff, you have the buffer on it. So it's not rattling. Um, you're not overheating the surface. So the panels are popping from heat. Uh, because it could be in a, a square of rivets and you're polishing in between it heats up and it expands so it pops up or it pops down uh, that just wears down the aircraft over time um, so I think it's know. safe to say that it's a little different than the trunk of a Honda Accord yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean yeah, exactly. yeah I, I'm gonna throw so, that out there yeah so yeah and also too um, is creating a relationship of safety with the pilots and the owners after mm -hmm. you clean it, chances are you're not going flying in it because that's thousands <laughs> of dollars an hour. So sure. uh, these guys, you don't have to hop in the plane after you're done with it. So these guys have to be able to trust you they to trust work you. on their aircraft. Yeah. Um, right. And then also too, if you don't do a good job on the interior, which is the most important part, you're not going to hear about it. The pilots could be on a five hour flight having the owners complain that the interior yeah. is dirty. <laughs> not oh, you God, that's right <laughs> yeah now so, one of our customers uh just glass was really excited to have you on uh, uh -huh. he said that he basically described you as a detailing dork and i think he said it with all the love <laughs> in his heart uh, <laughs> he, he, so yeah just wanted to give just a shout out and it looks like you've actually been you know in this industry a while you've got a lot of friends made a lot of great um uh, contacts are you going to be at the southern detailers conference uh coming up in i June? was just looking at it last night I saw oh, man, you, gotta go. you gotta go. Yeah, yeah. we'll be there. It's we'll be, be there. Great. Yeah, we'll be there for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh I'll look up. I was I looked at it last night 
And then uh, I was going to check my calendar here uh, this weekend, this week, and, and uh, go from there, figure it out. Yeah, yeah there's supposed to be um, a lot of good training, a lot of good training courses there. I mean, uh, you know, Daryl Lyons, he puts on a hell of a show. And uh, I know that we're going to be doing a like a little one-hour thing uh, for our software. But there's a ton of people going. It's going to be – I mean, it's the first thing that's happened since, what, two – you know, last, yeah, last, SEMA. SEMA two years ago. Yeah. And, know. Uh, you know, man, it's, uh, it's exciting. I think we're all ready to get out and go see something, yeah? Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, because I went to SEMA uh, my first time. <laughs> And then it shut down the next year. So that, yeah. that was fun. Yeah, so did we. And then I got COVID at Mobile Tech Expo in Florida. So. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How no, was that, so though? That did, yeah. Did you, it was did fun. You it was good time. It um, I, I went out there. I did two trainings. And then I huh? also went. To, I was like, well, I'm in Florida. I'm going to go to Mobile Tech. So that was fun. I went for the day. Sure. Cool. Um, awesome. But yeah, so uh, uh, to get back to two things, so I wanted to one go over like kind of what it looks like at our training, and then two talk about sure. detail bookie and like how it could expedite your process in sure. in um what's it called getting potential clients yeah. uh, and and fast forwarding the process to actually have like a web presence and something right. that is smooth and easy for customers to deal with. So first I'll go into the training and the training, what we do is, a, so it's a five day training, our certification course. Uh, mm -hmm. We took our online course and we use our online course for the first two days of in-class training. Um, That's cool. It's so precise, so informative. If I was to go up there and shoot from the hip, I can't even come close to what that online course, the information that that online course puts wow. out. Yeah. It, it's just so, it just goes over everything and we're still refining it. I am starting to write the new one. It's going to mm -hmm. be, I mean, it's already, if you were to watch it straight through, not take any notes, it's roughly six and a half hours. I oh, think wow. the mm -hmm. next online course I put out will be about 15 hours. No kidding. Like you know, so you it's information it, that you gotta have. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's taking a in class, it's taking us roughly 16 hours to go through what six and a half hours of video. Wow. So um it's it's a lot of information. So I'm really excited about it. I put everything I had and, into that thing. And then so the next three days is hands-on training. I guess they're actually working on a plane or a jet or something along those lines to, to go yeah. put the information that they've used into to work. Yeah. So we teach them basically how the different aircraft surfaces deteriorate, how to restore mm -hmm. them, how to protect them, and then finally how to maintain them. Then we wow. go outside and we work on three different size aircraft. So we'll work on a single engine piston aircraft, like a four-seater. Mm -hmm. Then we'll work on a, a turboprop like a King Air or a Pilatus. It's a different engine. The exhaust goes down on the paint where the passengers can view it. It can deteriorate. So ah. we teach them how to clean that. We teach them how to do de-ice boots because those aircraft have de-ice boots. It's a, a pneumatic system that it's rubber on the front of the edge of the wings. It inflates mm -hmm. with air to break the ice off. Um, wow. So those are very... You, you want to maintain those because if you get cracks and holes in them, if they inflate and it can't break the ice off, if there's not enough air pressure in there, 
the plane's going down. So um, we teach them how to protect those, restore them. And then uh, we go into, you know, your Gulf streams and stuff like that. So we have full wash flow processes um, that we go over. So this is, this is where you start. This is where you end. Yeah. So that way so everyone's they, on the same page. Someone comes in, they don't have to have experience. I mean, they can come in as a, you know, just a novice and, and leave really having a great understanding of how to detail. And I mean, that's the whole plan, right? That's to get them yeah. from, from nothing to something. Yep. And the, and knowing the industry working at a big facility like this, uh-huh. I mean, you re- I, there's, there's only one other training that I know of doing that for, for aviation. And that's a uh, real clean out of Chicago. I'm actually friends with yeah. Dustin and they're yeah. all, his training's awesome. He's, he's been doing it for probably 20 years and uh he, he's an awesome dude i love that guy we talk every probably every three weeks to a month he's, he's you know that's dude. that's awesome to hear you guys doing that too i mean you know so much in this industry people want to butt heads and 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 call it competition or whatever but i you know at my mentality is we embrace that um even our yeah. local detailers here i mean we're well i'm friends with all of them uh the ones that will be anyway yeah. and uh you know we do training when i do a training course here i invite everybody over to my shop and i think that's that's you know that's huge in our industry is to stop treating each other like we're we should be uh, like we're competition and we should be arguing and fighting we should be helping each other and growing this thing up and mm-hmm. and it's awesome to hear you say that, that that you you know that somebody that's in your same line of business detail you know training for aviation detailing uh, that you're that you're talking to them all the time that you guys are friends and and you know you're sharing stuff and that, that's how that's how we get better yeah yeah i mean we're supposed to go fishing in cabo here in the near future like all right i'll make sure you have my number too i'd like to maybe i can make that trip <laughs> not invite yeah, no myself problem. or anything yeah yeah, yeah. No. no you're good <laughs> we have we'd love to have you so yeah that's the thing like um i i see on these forums and stuff people talking smack and like i have people oh, talking yeah. smack to me in some of my groups and i honestly just boot them right out i'm like there's there's no room for people like you sorry yep. man I mean, Brett, you know, we are a software company. We definitely think that when it comes to software, you know, when we have those conversations, Ryan and I, when we're talking to detailers, you know, we definitely think our software is the best and and we think it's the perfect solution. But at the end of the day, a software is better than no software. And, you know, you and I talked about how software is impacting the industry. And I know you wanted to speak to that a little bit. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's another, that, that brings a good point. Like, I always tell myself every morning, I'm like, I'm the best. I'm the best. Yeah. And yeah. then I see Dustin post something on on our page, on our uh, aircraft detailing page, and I'm like, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm just ceramic coating a Boeing 737. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, yeah. I'm just. <laughs> He's like, that's awesome. <laughs> no, but um, so so that's where like. I have, I have struggled, uh, for, you know, probably three years on like how to build a website to where I could have customers reach out and look professional and this and that where detail bookie, it's just plug and play. You're done. You've got landing page. It's got, you know, they can pick packages, like all that stuff. And they can just, it just makes you look so much more professional, professional, much, much faster. I mean, I can't tell you how many thousands of dollars it took me till I got finally a customer called me locally. And he's like, you look a lot bigger. 
And you are. <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect you to answer the phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and then that's so notorious for this in this industry, detailing as a whole. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, why we developed this software is because we were, you know, so my business was growing exponentially and I couldn't keep up. And it's like it needed that extra professional touch. It needed that, hey, we're professional. We're going to do our job great. We're going to run this business great. But we need what we show the customer needs to match that. Yeah. And instead of a paper ticket or I'm going to write you down and uh, yeah, I'm just going to do what I said I'm going to do and I'm going to charge you for it. Now it's in a system that shows the customer. It, it gives the it informs the customer what we're doing. It shows them how much we're charging for each service and it gives them the the, the um, assurance that we're doing exactly what we said we're going to do. It just ties it all together. And it raises the bar, I think, for the detailing industry as a sure. whole. Right. Because if you're pre presenting it in a professionalism, and allowing customers to shop for a detailing package the same way they shop online for anything else. I mean, where else could you go to be able to reserve to detail your aircraft? Yeah. Right? I mean, how cool is that? You know? Yeah, that's what's great. I mean, I I just, uh, I think is it, what is it? It is smooth and easy for them to book a job with Detail Bookie, but also too, you weed out a lot of probably junk work by yep. having them fill out a lot of stuff as well it's very yeah. easy and smooth but the more they have to click they kind of get up into another category where it's like easier and easier to close the more information they put sure but it's not overkill yeah the tire kickers so the tire kickers are kicking tires on their own time and it's not with you on the phone and then oh. the next conversation if they even if they don't book online per se and they call you they're so much more informed and they're like instead of saying how much to detail my car boat or plane it's hey i see you have this package here or this package here which one do you think would be better for me and now you've shrunk you've shrunk that conversation from 30 minutes of nothing to five yeah. minutes of just closing a deal you know yeah. it's educating your customer for yeah. you so that you can have better conversations when you are communicating with that customer. Absolutely. And that's huge. I mean, I, like, where else are you going to get that? Like, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, listen, we're just, a, we're happy to be a part of this thing. Uh, software is coming on strong in the industry. We are not the only software provider. We started, I mean, we built this software specifically for my business about three years ago and ran it, used it to run my business, realized how great it done. And then, turned around and rebuilt it to take it to market. Um, so we know that, this, I mean, I use it, you're in my shop right now and we use it right here on the, on the screen behind us is, is our software, it's our schedule for the day and we use it every day and we know what it does for a detailed business. So, um, you know, I, I'm excited to see where this industry is headed with software. And I really think it's going to help professionalize and standardize pricing and just give us a better look overall. Absolutely. Brett, before we let you go today, how about you tell everybody where they can go find your training classes and where to follow you on social media? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you can find our training classes at shinyjetscott.com. I got two tabs up top. One says online course, one says certification course. Online is online. The certification is in person. So we got one coming up, I think the end of June. Um, so I'm going to do my best to make it to, uh, the, what is it that the event Southern Detailers, Southern Detailers, Southern Detailers, Southern Detailers. Yeah. so I can answer any questions you got there, which will be great. Oh, man, and then, great. um, uh, you can find us on Instagram at shiny underscore jets underscore official, uh, same thing on Facebook and then YouTube shiny jets. Uh, you can find us there.
Awesome. Awesome. Hey, appreciate it, man. It was uh, it was great having you on. If you do make it out to Southern Detailers Conference, hit us up. You can spend some Stop time in our us. yeah, you can spend some time in our booth if you want to. Um, cool. we could line up some, you know, some stuff that way. Also, that Cabo trip, get with me on the dates. I want to make sure that my schedule's clear. Um, I, you know, just throwing it out yeah, there. Dude. One more time. Start doing some curls, dude. We're gonna catch Oh, some every dish. morning, baby. Every morning, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey man, thanks for coming thanks on so much, and I uh, appreciate your time. Wealth of knowledge. Can't wait to uh, meet you in person and uh look forward to seeing you again buddy yeah hey thanks for having me on as well it was a really great time and uh just one more shout out jess glass ah, <laughs> he nice. told me i had to give him a shout out so <laughs> shout out. and uh uh yeah he's he's been a good friend and uh yeah he he's been raving about detail bookie and so awesome yeah, I'm really he's stoked. a great but guy we really like him stepped, it stepped it like overnight like once he got it like overnight just like boom yeah, he's exploding right now. I know he was looking for some help too. I think uh, trying to just keep up. Man, that we gives me chills. That, that feels that's, right. that, that's awesome. That is yeah, absolutely I awesome. Saw, I saw it. It wasn't like him telling me. I saw it. That's crazy. wow. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Thanks we'll so see much. you. Hopefully, we'll see you at Southern Detailers Conference. See you. All right, Thanks guys. So much. Later. All right, Lexi. Let's bring in this food, buddy. We're, we're, star we're oh, starving. Oh, I figured y'all were starving yeah. at this point. What is it? My stomach's eating my back. No, nah, my yeah. stomach's falling <laughs> on my backbone. Oh, that's right. Awesome. Right, well, you know we're eating down here on the Gulf Coast. Seafood is king, and it doesn't get any better than Winslow's Oysters House. Winslow's has been around for over eighty years, and they serve seafood favorites like gumbo, crab cakes, and Ryan's favorite crab claws. It's this business is definitely part of the mobile culture and today's meal is being provided by Winslow's out of Saraland, Alabama, and it looks like we've got some shrimp and grits over here. And so what you guys think y'all ready to it, dig in? It looks absolutely awesome. There are no claws for uh, Ryan's paws, but uh, we have shrimp and grits, it looks like. And, uh, you know, listen, this is not the cold beer I was looking for, but this will do. This yes. will do. Uh, you know, Winslow's, I tell you, they're, they're bar and as cold as they keep the beer. Is it good? Fire. Is right. it good? Fire. Good deal. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, mm. you can't beat Winslow's. Um, if you're down in the down here in the south, go by and see them. Their oysters are fantastic. Their cold beer, I'm gonna say it one more time. It's the best. It's really good. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and eat. We had a great show. Brett Berry was just a wealth of knowledge. Next week's show, we have Detail Billy from Akron Pro Detail. Yeah, and, 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 and that's our buddy, man. That's yeah. a, he's a good friend of ours. Um, just a great guy in the industry, always supporting all the other detailers. Um, can't wait to have him on and talk about the growth that he's experiencing. Yep. His tips and tricks and what's got him there. How that's he, gonna be exciting. Yeah, he's training people up because he's hiring people every day. Every day. I uh, love to see his daughter. Now she's doing QC. She's made Stephanie, her appearance yep. on Facebook. And they actually just brought on a new marketing guy. They posted yeah. it on Facebook. And I mean, their pictures and their posts are definitely at another level. Can't wait to talk about that, too. All right. Well, listen, it's going to be a great show. We had a great one today. Thanks for everybody for coming out. If you have any comments or questions, don't don't feel free to drop us a line. Shoot us a message. Give us a call. Let us know. We want to hear what you want to hear. So that way we can get these things perfect for you. So That's see right. you next week. This has been another Lunch Break Play-By-Play -play hosted by Detail Bookie. Join us next week for auto detailing news, interviews, and tastes of the South. See you soon.